Hi folks, this is Nathan P. Woodard. Last week we recorded our 200th episode, and to celebrate, we took the week off and we're releasing Greatest Hits Volume 2. This is all the best goofs and gags from episodes 51 to 100. If you haven't heard Greatest Hits Volume 1, just scroll back and give that a listen too, and be sure to go sign up for our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. Enjoy! And I'm one of your hosts. I'm the other one, but we're not telling you which one of us is the the truth teller. Yes, we are. <laughs> oh no, damn it! <laughs> Cat's out of the bag, everybody. <laughs> Live and learn, turn the page. You gotta you gotta gotta tie a little string around that bag if you don't want the cat to get out. Chimney yeah, Christmas. That's... Well, that's been our show, folks. Goodbye. <laughs> Solomon is the, the, the son of David, right? Yes. You know, big shoes to fill. Like I, I, I can see him writing like thinking people wanted his weird horny poetry. Because I mean, your dad's King David. Yeah. This is real good horny poetry, right? And everyone's like, yeah, sure, it's Solomon. Would, would I have made my dad proud? Do you think dad would have been proud with these with these poems? Do you think Do you think dad would have gotten hard from my poems? What would our episode be about? Um... Well, you can't say uh, pistol shrimp. Everybody loves that one too much. Um, what's the sun look like? (laughs) (laughs) And then the next week we'll do the blind man's buff one. I mean, it's a ball of fire, but it's so big. Like, I'm sure that it's got, like, it's probably got some cute dimples or, you know, we we all know about the man on the moon. Maybe there's a lady on the sun and we just haven't, you know, given it a good enough look yet. It's possible, folks. It's entirely possible. (laughs) <laughs> What's the sun look like? The Florida betrayal. Whether they're magnolias or roses. Oh, oh, it's so hot here in in Florida. Goodness gracious, I'm glad I got 15 people to fan me. Oh, my, my butt oh my. stinks. Down here in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> Way down where the country makes a like a penis oh. shape. Oh, oh, it's hotter than a gator's balls out here in Florida. We're dripping, dripping wet. Did I ever tell you about the Florida betrayal? Oh, hello, I didn't see you there. L- Land sakes, no. 
Oh. You've been betrayed as well? Oh, well, this is a classic tale of Florida betrayal. Maybe we can, we can trade betrayals and re-betray on each other's behalves in a crisscross method. In a sort of uh, uh, ipsy doopsy cattywampus. Uh, you know where where you put your pants on, where the butt's over your crotch and the crotch is over your butthole, and you wear your shirt inside out and you jump around, jump around. This reminds me of the time I missed the bus. <laughs> <laughs> But there is, in the Wikipedia page, it also mentions that in some countries, if you, <laughs> if you just caught two people having sex, you could legally just say, I pronounce you man and wife, and they would have to be married. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the best version of citizen's arrest I've ever heard. Like... You could just announce that someone was married if you saw them fucking. I mean that. I mean, I think that's fair. That I mean, it, if somebody's into exhibitionism, I mean, there's. God, could you? I mean, you, I guess you can call the police or something. But if if you had something that's like, you better put those pants on, where I'm gonna marry you guys. You're like Batman for marriage <laughs> for shotgun marriage. You're like bat magistrate, just <laughs> prowling all the back alleys and the da, deep. Da, 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 da. <laughs> this city has a sickness <laughs> of premarital sex. <laughs> I'm going to clean up Gotham. The the big blowout scene in every uh, one of these movies takes place at prom. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the crazy night where like everything's popping off and Batman's torn in so many different directions. Batman, the Riddler and the Penguin are <laughs> fucking. Oh no. <laughs> if I gay marry them, I'm breaking the law. Oh, that, that's right, be a Batman. Big Riddle for... me this: Will you marry me and the Penguin if we uh, have sex together? <laughs> Folks, yes, it's true. The last time you heard from us, we were but pod boys, but now we're pod men. When I was a child. I thought like a child. I spoke like a child. I podcasted like a child. Today we are here to put aside these childish things. And yes. that's why our podcast is now sponsored by Beard Oil. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I could go the rest of my life without seeing another fucking Beard Oil commercial. I, I just like to tell all, all of our listeners, like, don't, don't, don't encourage these people. Don't, don't get, don't, don't buy their beard oil in your beard. No one How cares. How that's even a job? I don't know. Not, you know, I don't mind. Beards. We've both been guilty of going drinking at the axe throwing place. Oh yes, we. That was a great time, but it was I didn't fun. Need a beard or an 
like even if I had had a beard, I wouldn't have needed oil in my beard to do so. <laughs> I was in, in a terrible accident happened down at the, the axe throwing bar. Andrew's hands were too slippery <laughs> from beard oil and they got away from him. When I was just, just like a little boy, my favorite toy was like I, I had phones that were connected together that we'd put in our house and we'd string oh. up to the living room and then into a bedroom and then I would just the like keep calling and, and and just like insult my parents. It was my favorite <laughs> thing to do in the world. I'd, I'd sit in my uh, uh, sports car tent bed and, and just be like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'd heard my, my dad call my mom a mean mama jamma. And I, I think he was about to fuck her or something. And, and, and so I just kept calling her, you're a mean mama jamma. And she'd be like, stop saying that. And then hang up the phone. <laughs> I want I want my penis to be like a uh, a tape measure where there's a button to hold, but when you let go of it, it just winds itself back up again. (laughs) It can get super duper long, but then like it gets more and more unstable. Oh yeah. And then at some point, it's like, <laughs> it makes a big, <laughs> scares the cat. I, I think that money can buy that, but the joy that it gives you isn't bought by the money. It's 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 bought by you having had the money for a long time and having uh, been poisoned by it. You think about the money while you're doing it. You're like, damn, <laughs> money is crazy, huh? Look at me. What it, am I even doing? It'd be like me if if like dandruff was worth money. I'd just be like, I got it forever. It doesn't matter. Do you want a little bit? You want a little bit? You want a little bit? It's snowing. Every year you have to like uh have your business, whatever your business is. You have to talk people at the cash register into donating their dandruff to charity so that you can write it off on your taxes because <laughs> you've produced too much dandruff. <laughs> Would you like to contribute some dandruff to the Children Without Dandruff Fund? Okay, just hit not today on the touchscreen. Okay, and here's your 30-foot receipt. <laughs> It's a real tragedy. All of these kids that uh, Locks for Love uh, provides with wigs, they are not provided with the dandruff <laughs> that that hair would have continued to create. So we we try to fill that need. Welcome back. This is hour eight of the <laughs> Children Without Dandruff Telethon. <laughs> Folks, if you haven't, do yourself a favor and look up the uh, guy who was caught in the lava jacking off. And his body was perfectly <laughs> preserved. <laughs> preserved at Pompeii as the, as the uh, cloud of ash enveloped his body and uh, 
just perfectly preserved his form. He's, he he's is now like cranking his hog. <laughs> like he was patron like, saint of, of of having a friend to delete your internet history if you die. <laughs> <laughs> the mountain deleted his internet history. Yeah, that would be. And listen, I would wear something in my butthole if I could look at my phone and get a, <laughs> an accurate forecast on what kind of shits I'm going to be looking at today. Just have some sort of flashing butt plug that connects to the internet. You have to put it in at night and then you go to sleep. And then in the morning, it's like, oh, just so you know, uh, it's a beat one, so don't freak out. <laughs> are, are are we going to have any other sort of features to it? Is it going to... Um, it connects to the Nest thermostat, for sure. It can talk to it can talk to Google and Alexa, smart things. Does it uh, store uh, data in the fart cloud? It stores, <laughs> it stores your farts in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mona's talking about that Tony should let uh, Sam have her friends over for a slumber party, and he seems like kind of weird about it. He doesn't. I don't know what what his misgiving was. Considering that his his level of domesticity really doesn't make me think that he thinks he can't handle. He's like complaining that the kids don't come over. He doesn't meet these kids. But then he seems hesitant about the slumber party. And then he goes on when Mona says, oh, you know, you, you have a pillow fight. You practice kissing. And Tony gets real serious. He says, with who? Which we're talking about like a, you know, a 12-year-old girl's slumber party. It's not like there's going to be boys there is I got a little worried that Tony was being homophobic, but then uh, a moment later, he explains that he practiced kissing in the back of a Chevy. So I guess that him and his buddies, that's what they would do in high school. Yeah. It, you know, that's the, the kind of car his friend drove. So of course mm -hmm. that's where they practice kissing. Before they got on to kissing not girls, they break did... into somebody else's car to practice kissing. <laughs> Maybe they were. Maybe that's what he was worried about. They would break into a they break into a car and kiss an old hobo. <laughs> Hobo's mad at first. He's saying, "This is my home." What you oh, doing? you want to kiss? That's fine then. <laughs> <laughs> Wish this would happen more often. <laughs> the guy sleeping in his car. Not even a he's not even like a like a proper homeless guy. He's just a guy who's been thrown out of the house by his wife and he's <laughs> then young Tony Danza just <laughs> slim jims the door in the middle of the night. He's like, what what are you doing? What's going on? And he's <laughs> It, it seems like the only time I ever go to Hooters is uh, when somebody in my family dies, me and my dad will go to Hooters. 
They'll come to Louisville, Louisville and, and, and there's one uh, funeral home that I've gone to two funerals at, and there's a Hooters like three blocks away, and we're like, well, we got to eat, and I don't, you know, I they there's always so much food at a funeral and i never want to eat any of it i want i just want to get out of there you want to get you're just they, thinking about those hooters wings. <laughs> it could be anything like I, i'm really not in that mood either but then we end up going to hooters and so uh i i associate hooters with funerals now <laughs> with the loss of a loved one yeah ah yeah we should uh we should open a, a Hooter, uh, like a Hooters type uh, uh, mortuary. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh man. What about? I mean, the lawsuits are going to be great. Like I'm. No, it's just you get you get a nice, uh, a real nice, uh, you know, service. But the the funeral director and the the guy uh, the gal driving the the the. Uh, you know, the old, uh, what's that old wagon they throw your bones in? <laughs> the bone wagon. The bone wagon. That's what it says on the side. The bone wagon. That's the name of our company. Yeah. The bone wagon. With us living through a pandemic, I, I would imagine that there's, uh, a whole new breed of psychological illnesses uh, brewing. I'm wondering what COVID trauma, how, how that's going to manifest itself. I wonder if we're going to have people who stay in quarantine, never come back out of quarantine. They never come. They're like, well, here's the thing. I, uh, I developed... I was one of the first people uh, to be diagnosed with yank neck. Yank neck. That's where I was, uh, you know, I would just sit in my bed uh, with my neck like bent against the pillow while I was yanking it for hours. (laughs) (laughs) Never, uh, never recovered. And that's why my head is permanently at a 90 degree angle from uh, my spine. And why my penis is black and blue. <laughs> anyway, this has been a great job interview. I hope I got the job. I'm really excited to get back out in the workforce. Uh, also, uh, unrelated to what I just said, does the bathroom door lock? <laughs> just strap yourself in and let this sentence wash over you like warm piss Uh, they will be closed on a gross basis as part of a real estate portfolio rationalization being performed in conjunction with its franchisees with the goal of setting the U.S. system up for continued, strong, profitable future growth. Now, I'm I'm unclear if they're saying 
when they say the goal of setting the U.S. system up for continued strong, profitable future growth. Are they talking about the Dunkin' Donuts U.S. system? Or do they think that shutting down 800 of their locations is setting America up for a... They're going to bounce back. They're going to be like, oh, you know, Dunkin', just Dunkin'. We're not going to say the other thing. They really threw themselves on that grenade. (laughs) Everybody was, you know, everybody was saying it's getting worse every day. I don't, it it looks like maybe like a third of everyone that you know is going to be out on the streets in a matter of months. And then all of a sudden, Duncan, they came in and they said, we're just going to have a, like a, sad empty spot in all of these gas stations oh i know what they're doing uh they're they're taking their their shelf space in the gas stations and they know that that everyone's going to get evicted soon so you'll be able to live in a donut case soon they're going to rent it for significantly less than an apartment cost gonna be you know for a good 75 dollars a month you can live in a gas station donut case there's just, yeah, you just walk in. There's like just dirt covered Okies stacked up sleeping in the donut case. <laughs> you get your coffee and you walk by and just this to grab the, the lady who's breastfeeding a man and just get a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. Everything about that long ass sentence about the gross portfolio rationalization. It just I'm sure that I'm sure that this is gonna work out well for all of those people did, who did Duncan, work at a uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Did they fire their their uh entire public relations team and just let one of the money men talk to this reporter? This uh robotic reporter that doesn't have a name, this Tegna? I'm worried now. What what if Tegna's an idea or what if Tegna's an artificial intelligence that's infiltrated, you know. In the year 2020, Tegna <laughs> went online. Immediately, it recognized the biggest threat to Duncan was humanity. You know, Banana Republic sounds fun, but when you know what it is, you're like, oh, it's just like a fun way of saying that 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 we subjugated a whole country's worth of people and made sure that they were incapable of having a good life. And and for what? The and worst named flavor of runts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we really need these bad think- runts, you guys. <laughs> you know what i'd like to have on my on my tombstone is just like the little bell from long john silvers (laughs) people can come and ring it and tell me if if they like if they liked me when i was alive hey how'd i do ring the bell you should uh I think you should have two strings attached to that bell. One for the people up top. One for me. In case you're buried alive. alive. (laughs) You know, two birds, one stone, two strings, one bell. If the the bell rings, uh, if if the string from underground goes, 
then the uh, employees of Long John Silver's know they did a good job. <laughs> you want? Don't the dig actual, me up. Like, are we? Don't just dig gonna me up. Write... I just like those clams. <laughs> well, if they do dig you up, you know, fill fill you up, uh, you know, the crevices around you with fried batter. Yeah, they just, down there. they just put me in a little bed of batter bits <laughs> to put two hush puppies over my eyes. <laughs> I watched Inglorious Bastards last night. You know what would have made that movie better? Farts. Mm-hmm. There's just some squeaky farts in there. Squeaky ones. Oh, I mean, loud. You, you mean that like you, you wanted the people under the floors to give themselves away with a fart? Yeah. Like he didn't know that they were there. It was a fart that did you it. Listen, Quentin, you could have cut about 20 minutes of that movie out if instead of that long, that long plotting dialogue about the Jews under the floor, if one of those Jews had just let out like a long squeaker. <laughs> just walks in and he's like yes, I'm the Jew hunter do you know who I am and then he's like oh. oh and then it turns into a really tense scene where he tries to claim the fart and and and, and the the fart clearly yeah came from another part of the room so are, are you like a fart ventriloquist are you throwing your farts that, that was me no, I'm quite sure that smells like a Jew fart. <laughs> I'm 34, and I'm into garbage disposal play. <laughs> uh, it's it's where I crouch down as small as I can get underneath the sink, and and uh, you scrape your plate into my mouth when you're when you're done. Uh, no bones, please. Uh, choking hazard. Thank you. Oh. So I'll be I'll be Jad Abumrad, and you beat Robert Krolwich. All right. So, <clears throat> so the, uh, we're uh, we're coming up on the year twenty twenty one, and uh, a lot of a lot of people are looking back looking back in time to uh pop punk right now pop punk do you remember pop punk Robert? i remember pop punk I remember yeah pop so punk. it was a lot of uh, a lot of young fellas and they're uh, all, all writing their songs and they're playing very uh, fast and they're singing very bad and none yeah. played more fast or sang more bad than good sharp And at this point, we'd edit in some good Charlotte. Yeah. But, did you, but did you know, Robert, did you know that uh, good Charlotte doesn't start with good Charlotte? And then the song like, like slows down. Did you know that uh, Benji and Joel Madden from good Charlotte? Did you know that they are the heirs to uh, their father's company that made Christian themed roller coasters? Christian Christian roller coasters that's that's what their family did before uh, they they became uh, famous pop punk stars What were some of those roller coasters uh, names 
Well, the company was called Holy Rollers. Holy Rollers. Uh, mm-hmm. And the the some of the some of the roller coasters. Now, the way that it works with licensing, uh, when a when a theme park buys a roller coaster, they can name it whatever they want. So, the the model names were different from. I mean, you might have you might remember Chang. Do you remember Chang? Uh, yes, I do. Well, uh, Chang was one of the ones that was designed by Holy Rollers, and uh, it was originally called Trial Before the Sanhedrin. <laughs> I saw a guy in a like a in like a an old Dodge Challenger just doing like a hundred down the road the other day, just knowing full well he's not going to get pulled over because they're not doing hmm. that anymore. I also saw a, a schlubby couple so having sex at four o'clock in the afternoon on the hood of a car. Oh my God. Schlub sex. You never used yeah. to see that before. Yeah, People are very serious about crossing off those bucket list items right now. They, they don't know how much time they the have. And there's a lady out there who's like, I really want to fuck that schlub. <laughs> I should make that happen. <laughs> from from what I understand, uh, there there was a a guy out there who is also like, I want to fuck that schlub right now. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a schlub, yeah, no, you're it wasn't, it wasn't like an out. Ebenezer Scrooge yelling out the window, "You there, schlub? <laughs> what laws are suspended? <laughs> Bring me the fattest schlub." Right up here to my window. You know that fat slub down at the butcher shop? (laughs) The one as big as me? Yes, I'll pay the two of you a sack of gold coins to have sex on the hood of my buggy. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Schlubmas. Hello and welcome to... The official Antifa podcast. I am your host, Antifa. And uh, I'm I'm going to have a, a voice filter too, but I'm going to make a a request. It seems okay. like when these these filters happen, it usually goes much deeper and slows everything. I, I can't really do a good impression of it, but it goes right. really deep. I want to sound as silly as possible. So if you could take it in the other direction and make me make me sound uh you know like a little little elfman, that would, that okay. would be ideal. So you wanna you wanna go chipmunk style. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I would imagine most chick chipmunks are anti fascist, right? All right, you anti fas. Are you ready to sing our song? <laughs> I felt like it was rude of Batman to not call the Riddler the Riddler. He keeps like calling him by Edward. He doesn't say Edward either. This is what made me so uncomfortable is that he kept saying Nigma. I'll find Muckridge if I have to tear this place apart, Nigma. I solved your riddle, Nigma. You're through, Nigma. Yeah. It's like, woof. Batman, you were you were treading on some very thin ice there, my dude. <laughs> my Nigma. <laughs> I'll go beyond, I'll be out there.
as far as I remember, we didn't have mics. It was just they decided to make us talk louder. That's uh, that's the theater thing, right? Just talk louder. Yeah, but but in that one, I got to play uh, Santa Claus's father. <laughs> what? I was Santa's dad. Stepdad, Santa's stepdad. Dad. Uh, his his real father died died at sea, and I was the captain of the boat, and I adopted young Santa Claus when we got what? back. He's like, sorry, your dad died. I'm your dad now. <laughs> I'm going to teach you all about uh, Christmas and nothing but that. You're going to be my Christmas boy. All the other ones are going to learn about the sea and fishing. They're gonna they're gonna have a normal education, but because your father died on Christmas, that's all you'll know, son. <laughs> so here's what Christmas is: nothing really. You're a little boy. It, it's kind of like Batman, but but if if somebody had stepped in and said like, "Don't learn about vengeance. Learn about Christmas." You bet big on roulette, and then when they lose, they say, all right, pay up. And then you're like, oh, this money has syrup on it. And they're yeah. like, oh, no, we don't want that. Yeah, I guess I'll just keep all of this money with syrup. <laughs> Sorry that I tried I, to I'll play I'll be right back, guys. I, I hate to give you uh, syrupy money. I'm going to go go see if I can trade this out for some some dry money. I'm going to get some dry money down here. I'll be right back. You tell the boss. Tell the pit boss. I'll be right back with some some non-syrup money. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll leave my key so you know I have to come. Well, wait. I need my car key. I'll just take the car key off of here, but but you know I have to come back because you have my, my key ring that has, you know, like. It has the red one and the green one. Yeah, and the all these yellow. important keys that I would never just. Uh, I'll be, I'll be back for them. These are my keys that I take to work every day. I work at the Fisher Price factory. <laughs> <laughs> we use the green one to open the factory. <laughs> no, I just really want to get some of those keys and put my car key on that ring and carry it around with me. Just pull. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I really do need the, the, the one key on this ring. Just go to a, go to a, a, a like a swingers party and just drop those Fisher Price <laughs> keys in the fishbowl. Where's the cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> you show up with Fisher Price keys in a, in a Japanese body pillow with a little anime lady on it. <laughs> You're just eating eating cocktail sausage and snorting cocaine as hard as you can. Hey, 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 hey. You showed up with a fake wife and fake keys and you're eating all the snacks. <laughs> and then like a, like it's not a pool party, but I insist on getting in the pool. <laughs> You like say, oh man! I hope nobody. I just got this new phone. I hope nobody pushes me in the pool. <laughs> I think either that or you have it be like a prison break movie, like a great escape, because that's another great, uh, you know, like ensemble cast concept. Mm-hmm. You know, 
they're all in prison for what they did in the first movie. You got Whoopi Goldberg, you got Brick and Meyer and Amy Smart. We're getting they're the team back together. <laughs> they're in some sort of Oz style experimental prison where they let the entire cast of Rat Race all be in one prison together. John Lovitz, Kathy and Jimmy, Smash Mouth. <laughs> Smash Mouth shows up and does like a show, like a. I don't know. I think Smash Mouth was just there to uh, feed the world. I I, I don't want to sully the name of Smash Mouth in any way. I they took part in none of these shenanigans. Yeah, no, I'm saying Smash Mouth shows up like Johnny Cash to do a prison oh, a concert yeah. live I... from live from Rat Race Prison. <laughs> Smash Mouth should get on that right now. I, Mr. I would buy Mr. that album. Mr. Bean and, and Newman from uh, <laughs> they're all they're all there, folks. I'm not gonna uh, when when I went to Ponderosa as a kid, I was excited because they had the same chicken chicken nuggets that my school had. Yeah, <laughs> they know. The, the, that was a legitimate excitement. I was happy about this. I was like, "These are the ones we have at school. This is awesome." When I was in kindergarten, uh, they they came one day at school. Someone came in and they were like, "We have an important we have class. We have a visitor from the future." We were like, what? And then this robot, a real fucking robot, comes into my school and get in my classroom. And it's like, hello, students. That's right. I'm here from one week in the future. And let me tell you, did you know that one week from now, a Ponderosa Steakhouse is opening in your hometown? Tell your parents to bring your report card and you can eat free at the buffet. <laughs> and they interrupted school for it. What? Why? Why did they? Why? Why? Why, why would they send a cowboy? I, to be honest, why a I robot? Remember a cowboy coming to my school? <laughs> it, it is a, a Ponderosa robot. That that's some uh, original Westworld shit. That's yeah. Yeah, it's intense. And and you said it looked like a real robot. It wasn't like a cardboard uh, suit. No, this was an actual functioning robot. What? Yeah, it was a robot. I I thought that I'd like dreamt it or something, but I I did some research and I found the robot. Like, uh, <clears throat> did it walk? I found it online. No, it had it had like R two D two like little tank treads oh okay but uh yeah it was remote controlled because later on in the day i uh i was going to the bathroom and i walked past the library and the guy was like <laughs> with like joysticks and a microphone like hello children to one of the other classes oh i i was hoping you're gonna say like you you went to the bathroom and the robot was there like <laughs> letting a leak of oil out into the urinal <laughs> Legit, you know, there. it's just like you like you look over and see its little oil spigot and give it a nod and be like, yeah, see what you're working with. Good on you. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, Ponderosa robot. 
Honda <laughs> Robot. Dennis really wasn't uh, our Dennis. I'm, I'm speaking our of our Dennis. Dennis. Our Dennis the Menace uh, it would just be like a guy who's like, why don't girls like me? But Britain's Dennis the Menace <laughs> is sending dick pics unsolicited. <laughs> That one at least makes sense. I, I, I could see there being other Dennis the Menaces just because it's such a obvious rhyme that I'm sure that everybody named Dennis got called that yeah. anyway. It's if they if they'd made uh if there was a if it was normal for someone to be named like Goozer <laughs> you'd know that multiple different cultures would have a Goozer the loser. Yeah. And then when he grew up, Goozer the Boozer. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, if he was, uh, you know, really good at, me- at making deals happen, he'd be Goozer the Schmoozer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it really, it, it just speaks to how little foresight people have when naming their child. Mm-hmm. I know somebody who named their kid Tucker, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure about that one? Hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Ah, I feel bad for little Tucker wherever he is. Probably being a fucker. Yeah, somewhere. maybe maybe he can make it work to his uh, advantage and be more like Britain's uh Tucker the fucker and less <laughs> like the Tucker the fucker he probably is. This is my son, Rastard. <laughs> We've got one predator up top. Why did everybody else decide to hang out in that shitty little intestinal spaceship the yeah. whole time? They they own like they they've they've all been sitting and like watching us like a a body cam from the predator, and none of them are coming up and sampling the local cuisine. They're not. They're, yeah, they're, they're not going out to. Out they're they're not putting on their cloaking devices and going to a piano bar. <laughs> you know, there's there there's all kinds of shit in Los Angeles where where they could expand their horizons and Jiminy Christmas they're they're interplanetary travelers. I mean if 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 it, there there must be something else going on inside that metal helmet other than killing. Yeah. They're all, I mean clearly if they were well, that Who's the Anthony Bourdain crazy. one? Like I I mean just it's staggering to me that that there, a species could have such a narrow view and make it that far. Yeah, they. I mean, clearly they're like, oh, they just they're obsessed with hunting, killing. But the, six of them were just sitting on that fucking ship like it was a like it was a recreational vehicle. They're just hanging out in the RV while their one guy goes out to try and bag Danny yeah. Glover. You can't even go out and get some sun. You you go out and get some cave. They're just out. Ah, uh, no, nah, we like it here. We got beer. We got the DVDs we like. It's like people who go to a music festival and and, and never show up at one of the concerts. So maybe maybe they're just there. Maybe the first predator brought them a mountain of cocaine down into this little cave. They're, yeah, no. Here's what it is. They showed up thinking, "Oh my God, we're gonna have so much fun." We're going to go to the tar pits. We're going to go to the Universal Studios, ride the Jaws ride, see the uh, 
see, see the water. Yeah, they want to fucking ride the movie. They are the movie. They don't even fucking know they're the movie. <laughs> they don't even know. But then it's 108 degrees and they're like, ah, well, you know, it's air conditioned here in the ship. What? And we got what do we got here? Season two of The Pretender on DVD. We'll ju- we're just going to we're just going to hang here and wait for the heat wave to stop. See what, what's up? What's up with Jared, the pretender? All right. Well, All right. Well, David, mm-hmm. I, I didn't uh, I didn't tell you. Are you you're familiar with the pod with the podcast? I was just listening to the most recent episode where you talked about everything's a dollar. What's cool with teens? I was enjoying it. Yes. So yeah, the the idea is that every week we um we try to come up with an idea for a podcast. Yes. And this is uh this is one of our ideas. This is called Escape Pod. Oh. So we're we're not coming up with ideas this week. We're doing an idea. That's right. Welcome <laughs> to Escape Pod. Hello. Oh, were you welcoming me or just like everyone? I was welcoming you. Uh, oh, thanks. It's so, nice to be welcomed. So how this works is um, it's like an escape room. Okay. You're our guest. And you have but to figure- also your prisoner. That's right. Okay. You, you have to figure out how to get out of the podcast. I bet I could do it right now if I wanted. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess there is. There is that there there is that ace in the hole if you're just walking away. <laughs> well, is, also, I feel like I'm gonna flip it around on you guys, and by the end, you'll be like, "How do we get him to stop?" <laughs> you're Rorschach, like you're in here with me. <laughs> Imagine the kind of damage God could have done with a squad of Oompa Loompas. I mean, Just every time somebody gets stricken down, <laughs> they come out. Oompa loompa doopity doo. Why are you spilling your seat on the ground? <laughs> Not shooting it in a lady's downtown. <laughs> Thinking about God uh, as Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka, I I think that is a better way to understand the world than the the god I got which was pretty much honestly a, a faceless uh more or less non-entity I think it's a close one to one Willy Wonka and and Yahweh mm-hmm. they both uh seem to have li- little regard for the sanctity of life oh for sure whimsical testing people for no reason to inherit their kingdom mm uh scary boat rides no mm. noah had one of those right <laughs> man i want to give santa presents anybody ever done that before ooh let's give him a present when he yeah. shows up here That's oh no wait i think eartha that... kit gave him a bj from that uh, song oh yeah kind of seemed like that was what she was getting at well, I, I want to give him uh, something a little more lasting than that. Hmm, a boogie board. Yeah. 
a boogie board uh, that has a picture of Eartha Kitt giving him a BJ on it. The teacher that had us do it had moved out of town, and she actually came back to town for our graduation to give us all of our letters. She'd kept them, and it was mostly just really touching that this lady that I hadn't seen in seven or eight years remembered and showed up to my graduation you know she was like sweet sweet thing i just wanted to give this to you this is your letter to yourself on graduation um why don't you read it out loud and it says how are you married to mrs wonderberg yet (laughs) and then she's like well are you I know I've that you're been, legal now, and you're I've a been waiting. big graduated all boy. These, <laughs> oh, all these years. Yeah. And then I came in my pants. Right, right, Just, right at that moment. Oh, <laughs> are oh. we married now? <laughs> Do you need this? As I reach into my pants. Just scooping it out. <laughs> Make a baby with it. quick quick make a baby (laughs) I'm gonna save it in my Hawaiian punch bottle (laughs) that was a fun day Future generations will look back on that bit and be like, why did Nathan choose the name Mrs. Wonderberg? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad you chose a name because I, I probably would have blanked and just said the real teacher's <laughs> name. <laughs> Jesus, you uh, you sent something out in the desert that just it's calling to you. You don't know what uh, it is. Can I resist the call? Uh, let's uh go ahead and uh, let's let's roll for. I guess that'd be a wisdom. That's that's a critical. That's a, that's a twenty. <laughs> All right, you do not get tempted. <laughs> <laughs> The devil is out in the desert and he just goes, ah, shit. (laughs) He's like, I didn't think he was actually going to give in to all this temptation in the desert, but he completely resisted the temptation to get tempted in the desert. (laughs) So you spend a week, just you and the boys hanging out in Galilee and, uh, the devil is just out in the desert, just kicking rocks and wishing that he had somebody to tempt. <laughs> it's a real, it's a real funny scene. The devil is just, it, it just keeps cutting between you, you and the boys, and you're doing shots, and you're, you're like, uh, you take one of those trolleys where everybody has to pedal, and there's a bar in the middle, and then it just like, it just hard cuts the devil and he's just sitting on a big rock out in the desert just being hot and wishing he had somebody to tempt and then it cuts back to you guys and uh 
you're all like uh, at a casino and uh, you're like paying some guy. Uh, you got you're, you all you all have this guy out on the street and you're paying him. You're all giving him shekels to slap his bare belly as hard as you can. <laughs> and then it goes back to the devil and he's up on top of this temple like, ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> And then it's a, a smash cuts back to you and the disciples, and you're all in a limo with a bunch of Japanese businessmen. <laughs> and one of them has like a poisonous snake, and Jesus is taming it. And then it just shows the devil, and he's just like walking home. And he's so. You really. You owned him so bad with that shit. <laughs> he wanted to tempt you out in the desert, and you just. You completely resisted the temptation to be tempted in the desert. And uh, so you level up. Okay. <laughs> what if you went to the to the psychiatrist and you were like, I got a real problem, doctor. I, I just really want to have sex with my dad. <laughs> He's like, hmm, sounds like... You secretly want to have sex with your mother. <laughs> but first, you need to fuck your father so that you are worthy. <laughs> He's trying to help you score with your parents. Ah, yes, I like this. <laughs> that was what Freud was up to. Like, yes, you want to fuck your mother. And here, here's a Polaroid camera, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, Take he was just trying you. to get the uh, incest porn industry off to a, a roaring start. <laughs> He's like, I, put, I spent all this money on this expensive moving picture camera. Uh, now I need someone to want to fuck my mother. <laughs> And uh, I'm not sure what I want to do with this. I just thought it was a good, a good name for a podcast. Here's the beef. Are, are you thinking about beef in in the uh, classic sense of this is the the meat of a bovine? Or are you talking about like a perhaps uh, two people who have a, a problem? We we, we could yeah. maybe analyze a. Uh, uh, people's uh disagreements online yeah or um maybe we could uh maybe we could marry those two ideas yeah i mean obviously here's the beef is a is a a, a takeoff on the classic wendy's commercial where the old lady went hey where's the beef right so maybe you dumb fuck you ordered a spicy chicken sandwich sit the fuck down bitch and then that guy got fired in the commercial and they're like at wendy's we will never support uh, an an employee who who curses you out even when you ask stupid questions that's the wendy's promise and then he comes back into the commercial he's like i don't fucking care i only had this job so i could buy tickets to the gathering of the juggalos i'm out of here whoop whoop Come on, Jack. 
We're we're gonna we're out here. We're gonna win the election. We got Betty Boop. All of your favorites are here, kids. Trying to get that youth vote. <laughs> I'm friends with with all all the cartoon characters that that, that you young people like. We got the crows from the Dumbo movie. <laughs> All right, let's just begin the benediction, if we can. Dear Lord, we come before you saddened by the state of our comedy program. Feel free to give an amen in there. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Hallelujah. (laughs) Did you have something you wanted to say? I did, but... Go ahead. Man, God. Yes? We turn to you, O Lord. Okay. Head in hands. Mm -hmm. Saddened. That once again, despite... Our best efforts. The really? audience has ruined our show. Despite your best efforts? Wow. That's what I thought. You guys probably... I saw you getting high backstage. You know, Yes. You know you never put forth your best efforts. Okay. Oh, Lord. Despite giving a middling to fully unsatisfactory effort, uh-huh. I'm our listening. show has gone astray again. Yes, I can and, see that. And it would be cool if you would blame the audience with me so I don't have to blame myself. You, have you ever to... read the Bible? I do I strike you as a guy who would do things that were cool? Amen. And this, yeah, this could be an entire hour of branded content where we just discuss the snacks that are offered by our sponsor, Snacks Daily. And it's a guy named what, what, Snacks well, Daily. Oh, yeah. Snacks has the best snacks. I mean, his parents named him appropriately because Snacks... Hi, I'm Snacks Daily. <laughs> and, Good uh, to have you here, Snacks. I, I, I just wanted to thank everybody for signing up for my new uh, Snacks Daily mailing list where I mail everybody a snack every day. I got some good ones coming up. I heard when you were but a boy uh, that the only snacks were peanuts. Is that true? That's true. We only had peanuts. Uh, but uh, uh, once in a while, me and my friends, we'd uh, we'd sneak down uh, down to the old down to the old Egyptian theater, and uh, we, you know there was a hole drilled in the wall by some of the old uh, newspaper newspaper boys. 
and you, mm-hmm. you could put your eye up to it and you could see we'd sneak a peek of Jordan almonds. They had them in there behind the refreshment table. They weren't available back in those days. Yeah. Just, it was a kind of a, you had to know who to talk to to get a peek at the Jordan almonds. How do you feel about the raisinets? Well, you know, back in my day, the raisinets were, were uh, they, they were only allowed to play at certain theaters, if you know what I mean. But, uh, you know, then eventually, uh, you know, what, what Captain Kirk uh, kissed Lieutenant Uhura, and then the raisinets were everywhere. <laughs> you, you could dump them in your popcorn and whatnot. Oh, boy. We used to dump everything in the popcorn. That's how I got my first wife pregnant. <laughs> you you put a hole in the bottom of the the popcorn barrel, and then well, she dumped you know, your. She was a pretty large woman. She sat down. Uh, got she got mixed up. Sat in the wrong seat, and uh, landed right on the popcorn bucket. And well, I was in the process of dumping. Into the popcorn, ended up, ended up going home with her, and uh, you know, getting married, and yeah, it's 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 not something that's uncommon. Oh, in those it's days, fairly, it was a pretty. It, it was in a, those days, it was pretty common. It was the thing that yeah. happened. They'd say he's a son of Charlie Chaplin. They'd say that meant you. They said uh, that about a you accidentally uh, that a large woman fell onto your erect member and. Uh, you ejaculated inside her uh, in the in a darkened theater on accident, and then had to go home and uh, uh, be married to her for mm-hmm. first thirteen years of your life, or yeah. sometimes a, a zoo animal on accident if you were a zookeeper. Oh, I I was married to about six different zoo animals. Luckily, they don't live as long as us, so it's true. yeah, you just gotta put in your time. Wait for that elk to die. It's true. Yeah, no, I was married. Ironically, I was once married to a black widow. (laughs) Ooh, you got a lot of kids then. That egg sack. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. No, uh, to clarify, it was Florida Evans from Good Times. (laughs) She just said, damn, damn, damn. I think this bit's gone on too long. Yeah. It means I need to watch my back. I'm going to end up crammed in a locker. Mm-hmm. Swirlied and wet willied. Pink bellied. Oof. My nurples are going to be so purple. Yeah. yeah. Going to put your dick through a taffy pull. Mm. Oof. I hated football. That was a terrible yeah. time in my life. <laughs> sounds like <laughs> it sounds like maybe you got tricked and that wasn't actually football. It sounds like they were just pulling on your dick. Well, you know, it was a shower. Hey AJ, you want to play football? Oh, guys, are you sure this is football? <laughs> just hold still. <laughs> They've got you on one of those erotic massage tables with a hole in it. 
<laughs> just a bunch of football players tugging on your dick through a hole in a table. You know, I could probably write that up as some sort of uh, erotic fiction and get that published. Yeah. Hey, if anybody out there wants to uh, make a little uh, extra extra money during the during the economic downturn, these these uncertain times, uh, write a, write a, a fan fiction about AJ getting uh, getting honked off on a milking table by a football team. And, uh, Usually well, the story is about like a, a cheerleader or, or something and then the whole football team. But when it's just a, a, a member of the football team, like it, it, it puts a lot of strange ideas in your head. Like, am I still one of you? Because that's mm. all I ever wanted. <laughs> yeah. Have you been subjugated or elevated? Both at the same time in yeah. a weird way. It's kind of terrible. Yeah. I feel much more visible, but in absolutely not the way I want it. <laughs> like a Vita. <laughs> I think we need to address the elephant in the room, and that is the female orgasm. Okay. Look at it. Like an elephant in the room. There's five blind men all groping around on it all saying it's different things <laughs> it's the old parable of the five blind men and the female orgasm this one's like got his hands he's like you swirl swirl in a circular motion and this guy's over here and he's just uh saying the alphabet mm-hmm what do you think? The- well, this is this is a science podcast, so science. we need to come at this scientifically. And I think the science stands. So we need to, to get these blind men in lab coats is what you're saying. <laughs> I was going to say these blind guys are not scientists, but you're right. Just lab coats would probably be good enough. I mean, they, I guess for, they uh, need the tools. There's there's we can get them some tool belts with some calipers and some. One of them's dressed like a cop. One of them's dressed like a doctor. One of them's dressed like a construction worker. Native American chief. Biker man. Ooh. I don't know if if, if, if we've chosen the right collection of scientists for this experiment. But. <laughs> These scientists. They, they seem like it's not their forte. <laughs> they hate this elephant. <laughs> It's wrong. It's it's a perfectly beautiful female elephant. There's a real bitch getting her in this room. <laughs> we got all these blind men in here. That's not the elephant. We we just kept saying that over. That's not the fellas, elephant. Fellas, fellas. Oh, feels like it has a long trunk. Fellas, fellas. The elephant's over there. This is the shittiest game of blind man's bluff I've ever played. Ooh, looks like they weren't bluffing. They certainly were not. I think the science is clear on this one, folks. It's a myth.
Go, go, go. 